Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Time for the Spook Show Rewind, where we take a trip back to the archives and relive some of the classic moments of the All-American Spook Show Podcast. What's old is new again. Here we go. Hello and welcome to yet another edition of the All-American Spook Show Horror Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm joined here with Donnie. Hey. And the Professor Smoke. Up. And we're here for our first ever Spook Show Rewind episode, where we're literally going to go back to the very beginning of the All-American Spook Show Horror Podcast. Uh, we're going to start here with episode one, and we're going to talk about Reanimator um, from 1985. Now, the point of all this is uh, not only to uh, you know, maybe add a few tidbits of information that we didn't have the first time around, but to get Donnie's thoughts on it, his star rating... Um, get his uh, connections from the crypt, which, you know, obviously he wasn't around to do back then. And we didn't do the gore score back then either. So we'll get Professor to give um, his gore score or, uh, you know, his sometimes on these older movies, he'll refer back to one that Chaz, the late, great Chaz Balin did, you know, back in the day. So uh, that's what's kind of coming up in this episode. And that's, that's the whole thought process behind it. Also, we encourage you to go back in the archives all the way back to episode one and listen to that one because really that's where you're going to get your deep dive. And plus you're going to hear some of the, the, the funnier moments of, of the beginnings of the spook show. Like, uh, for instance, it's been brought up a number of times since then. Will had to do it, uh, do that episode. He had to record it in his car. And at some point like, his battery started dying. So like he had to cut his car on or something yeah. And then you could hear like the ding, 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 you know, like the whole thing. It's all there, like him opening up the door and closing it and everything. It's all in that episode. And that's also where the phrase, uh, basically, fuck it, it was, it was 1985. That's where it started. All the way back to night, <laughs> where, where we couldn't explain what the hell certain parts of this movie were trying to do. We said, well, it was 1985. So, you know, if you've ever heard us, <laughs> if you've ever heard us say that, that's where it go. That's where it came from all the way back in episode one, which we started in October of 2018. It's hard to believe it's been that long. Um, mm. So that that's where that this is the one that began it all. So we'll, we'll go back through on our scores. You know, once Donnie gives his star rating, that way you can, you know, we're not necessarily heavily influencing uh, his, although I'd be shocked if his, score is as high as a couple of ours were but we'll see we'll see when we get there uh here in a brief few moments um but the the, the original episode one i just looked came back all the came out all the way back october 18th 2018 so it's been well over three years since that episode came out it's just hard to believe uh for me but before we get any deeper i'll go ahead and toss to the usual information you can contact us you know, the old email way through allamericanspookshow at gmail.com. Of course, you can find us on Twitter. We are at AA Spook Show. You should easily be able to track us down on Instagram, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok by searching for All American Spook Show. We have our YouTube page. 
where uh, every Wednesday we do a live show called Deadline Horror News Live, usually uh, 9 p.m. East, give or take a few minutes, over on our YouTube channel. Uh, of course, we have Patreon, patreon.com slash Show, where you can become a patron over there, yeah, levels starting at a dollar, three dollars on up. Uh, there you get early access to episodes. You get to vote in our monthly Patreon polls for a movie that we're going to watch the following month. Um, we have video mini-sodes where those come out every Tuesday, and the feature there is the library, the professor, where Smoke will take something from his library and talk about it. So that's always a fun time. Every once in a while, he's not there, so we have to do the library of Josh and Donnie. That's happened a couple of times. So. <laughs> Uh, it's always a fun time over there, so you just need to become a patron to check all that out. Of course, we have our Tee Public page where you can get logoed merchandise, some other cool designs that we've we've put up over there. They make shirts and mugs and face masks and all kinds of other random things. Uh, all, the links to all these things that I just talked about should be down in our Linktree link down in the show notes. So just go down there, click on that, and you should see all the links right there in front of you to find everything you want to find. So... Uh, I guess in the spirit of how we normally do things, I'll go ahead and toss the trailer for Reanimator. Herbert West is at the top of his class in medical school. How can you teach such drivel? These people are here to learn, and you're closing their minds before they even have a chance. What are He's you? brilliant, but a little weird. I've broken the six to twelve minute barrier. I've conquered brain death. His experiments have always been unorthodox. It was dead. <laughs> But lately, they're getting out of hand. And he's just made a discovery that could wake up the dead. Herbert West has affected reanimation in dead animal tissue. What are you thinking? How do you feel? You? 15 cc's of reagent being once you wake up the dead, you've got a real mess on your hands. Herbert, you're insane! Now what happened? I had to kill him! He's dead? Not anymore. Herbert West brought a lot of dead people back to life, and not one of them showed any appreciation. H.P. Lovecraft's classic tale of horror, Reanimator. Mr. West. You'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head? Get a job in a sideshow. It will scare you to pieces. All right, so there you go. There's the trailer for that to set it up. So uh, I, I guess, uh, Donnie, you know, so we'll kinda, we're kind of going by the familiar <coughs> format, but we're mixing it up a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, with this movie, Reanimator, was now you watching it for this. Was this the first time you watched it? No, no, I had seen this uh, at least twice. Like, I, I can't recall the first time I watched it, but, uh, you know, it, it just gets better with every viewing. You know, you just... <laughs> I mean, it does. It, yeah, you know, I agree. You, uh, I agree. I've seen it a number of times, and I agree. Like every time you watch it, you pick something new out, and you just you know, you, yeah. you can just continue to enjoy it. In my opinion, yeah, but, that's it. Well, I get. I, I guess with that, <laughs> what were your initial thoughts on it, man? Like, you know, back maybe not necessarily the first time you watch it because you can't really 
remember the first time, but like maybe uh, your early thoughts and w- what did you think about it this time around, you know, without giving away your star rating for, we'll save that here for a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I can't remember, you know, you, you just mentioned it. I can't, you know, uh, can't really recall the first time I watched that. I know I watched it at least a couple of times in college, at least once, once more, but um, you know, it's just, this is really what comes, you know, when you think of, uh, like the pinnacle of horror comedy, uh, you know, reanimator is what you think of. Yeah. Uh, basically, is the benchmark. You know, classic '80s horror. You know, it's and really like there are movies that. Um, well, I'll, I'll just say what it is. Um, it's just really witty and uh, entertaining throughout. There's not really any lull periods, um, and that that cannot be said uh, for. Not not so much a lot of horror movies, yeah, but horror comedies. Usually, there's a little, uh, a few, you know, dead spots, you know, where, you know, shit just doesn't hit all the time. But yeah. this, you know, the the joke, the jokes are still relevant. Um, they still make you laugh, and the, yeah, it's just, you know, the the practical effects, everything is just on point. Um, yeah, just through, you know, from start to finish. Now, Smoke, I know you agree with pretty much everything he just said now oh, yeah. we've already said our piece on this you know a few years ago but uh did you have anything you wanted to add about it or like have you watched it uh, again since then that you recall or anything oh yeah because it's been how many what was has it been three years now yeah like i said it's been that was october of 2018 so it's been over yeah it's been over three years yeah, yeah. uh like so we're not talking about necessarily our ratings on it yet here so, but uh <laughs> But judging for when the point, you know, when we do talk about mention what ours was, uh, I have definitely seen it since last time we watched it at least once. <laughs> I might have seen it again twice. I, I really can't put a number on how many times I've seen this movie since since I first saw it back in '86 or so. I guess when it yeah. first. I don't know if I saw it in '85 or '86 on VHS, whatever. Rented it. I really I don't know what the number is on it, but uh, but yeah, I definitely have seen it at least once since the last time we watched it. It's one that I could just watch over and over again. It seems, it, uh, it seems like I've seen I mean, some uh, like bits and pieces of it since then, but I don't think I've sat down and watched it from like you know beginning to end since we watched it then. Yeah, it's uh, how many times have you seen it? You had seen it though before that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've seen this thing, golly, at least yeah. three <laughs> to five times or so, man. Over the years, it's been a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's about the same. Yeah, yeah. That, it, it falls in that category with like Evil Dead films and and. Romero zombie movies and everything. It's just, it's horror. It's, it's come canon, you know, for not canon films, but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, iconic like, horror films. Like, uh, of those I- iconic horror films outside of the usual slasher genres, you know, everybody knows Freddy and Jason and all that stuff, but not necessarily everybody knows reanimator unless you're, unless you're a horror fan or you just came across I'll give out some general information here and then uh, a little bit of the updated ratings since it has been over three years since we talked about it. Not our ratings, but like, you know, critics' ratings and stuff. Uh, it was released uh, in the U.S. on May 24th, 1985. Uh, but it really didn't, that was like, that must have been like at a one small thing or something because it says Doylestown, Pennsylvania. But as far as wide, I guess it came out October 18th, 1985 here in the United States. Uh, it's actually unrated. Uh, I'm guessing that it, it didn't get an MPAA rating, at least as far as, like, according to IMDb here. I'm not seeing one. But the total runtime is one hour and 44 minutes. But 
This movie it, uh, definitely doesn't feel like an hour and 44 minutes to me. I mean, it's it's so entertaining, like Donnie said, it keeps your attention. Like, like it doesn't drag. So an hour and 44 actually, in some ways, doesn't feel long enough for this movie. No. <laughs> you enjoy it so much when you're sitting there watching it. Um, it was directed by Stuart Gordon, and it stars Jeffrey Combs, Bruce Abbott, Barbara Crampton, and a number of other, other, other people like David Gale, uh, Robert Sampson, but those are your main players right there. Jeffrey Combs is Herbert West, Bruce Abbott is Dan Kane, and then Barbara Crampton is Megan Halsey. Uh, and then, of course, David Gale is Dr. Carl Hill, like uh, a hell of a performance. And we mentioned in that episode, he basically, uh, from what we saw or read or something, he basically lost his wife because of this role. <laughs> yeah. Because of the whole, you know, head going, uh, <laughs> the whole head uh, giving head bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, going downtown. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much ruined this guy you know as far as his marriage is concerned um on the poster i love this i just saw it and i thought i'd mention it real quick the tagline on there herbert west has a good head on his shoulders and another one on his desk <laughs> another iconic <laughs> poster too you know of uh oh yeah of him sitting there with the, like the va- uh, the vial in his hand glowing green and you see uh the doctor's head on the desk looking up at him and everything iconic poster for sure uh, but the the more recent rating updates, I'll give you that. IMDb is now has a 7.2 out of 10 star rating, and uh, on Metacritic, the mega the meta score is 73. Said so that you know their scale is up to 100, so that's pretty high. Um, even more impressive over on Rotten Tomatoes, and if I'm not mistaken, I think this uh, there's even more critic reviews since the last time we talked about it. This thing is certified fresh, 94% on the tomato meter, and that's out of 62 reviews, so it's not like Six guys gave it yeah. a great rating. I mean, that's that's very impressive for any horror movie. I'll be honest with you. It's very impressive. 94% on the tomato meter. And even the audience score is very high. It's not as high as that, but it's 82%. So uh, that's kind of what you're dealing with with this movie. I mean, I think anyone that watches this appreciates it for what it is. Uh, it's a it's a, a horror classic at this point. Like, and like Donnie mentioned, it's one of the benchmarks of uh, horror comedies. You know, right up there with, uh, if not higher than, say, like The Return of the Living Dead and a handful of others. Some we've talked about on the show and some we haven't, but uh, this ranks pretty high. And I think anyone that has ever, sit, you know, enjoys horror and has sit down and watches watches this has enjoyed this movie. There's no doubt about that. Um, but like we said, if you want to, if you want to hear a, a much more deeper dive on, you know, the where we go through the plot of the movie and give our feelings and some of the background information and all that, go back all the way back to episode one in the archives and listen to that. It's refreshment time, and our refreshment stand is loaded with good things to eat. There's crispy, crunchy popcorn, and hot, delicious buttered popcorn, lots of candy, and frosty, refreshing cold drinks. Why not treat yourself at the refreshment center now? But uh, I guess really that's about all we need to say as far as uh, you know the setup and, and what it is and everything like that, so... I guess we'll just go ahead and get to the get to your star rating, Donnie. So, uh, give your thoughts on the movie and uh, your official star rating. Yeah, I, well, you know, I pretty much uh, laid laid out my uh, uh, thoughts already. But uh, yeah, just a quick summary. I mean, shit. I would say the only uh, the only thing the only thing about it, and and this is true even in repeated viewings. 
I didn't really connect with all of the characters. Like, uh, there was some, some I just didn't get a shit about. Fuck, I'm blanking on their damn character names. But uh, well, you've got Dr. Uh, Herbert West, obviously, and then you've got yeah, yeah, the, main, well, the main other guys, Dan, Dan Kane, and then uh, his girlfriend, Megan. Yeah. So those are your uh, other main ones, and then, the, and then the doctor that gets his head whacked off. <laughs> dad. Um, her dad, I just didn't get a shit about. Yeah, uh, the dean. I think it's Dean Hall. Yeah, 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 yeah the dean, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just didn't get a shit about him. But uh, <laughs> I would say that was pretty much the only the only thing. But uh, I don't know what my highest rating uh, has been. Uh, but, um, you know, aside from all of that, this just it, this is really just the just about the complete package. Um, you know, it was a great episode to, you know, kind of kick off the, uh, the spook show. But uh, um, my star rating, um, uh, I'm going to give four stars. Hard to argue with that. That being said, I'll, I'll tell you what we said. Will gave it four stars. Now, if I'm not mistaken, that was on a re-rating, you know, in our first anniversary. Oh, yeah. I think he actually okay. went up. So he gave it four stars. I gave it four stars. And Smoke gave it five stars. So it is the single sure. highest rated movie of any of us was, oh, wow. was this movie. Right <laughs> yeah, out the cool. gate. Right out the gate, Smoke gave it a five. Now. Damn. Now, smoke, yeah, we're, we're not necessarily <laughs> going down. From the, there. We're not necessarily going down the road of you know, like me and yeah. uh, Smoke and I and Will re-rating anything. But if you necessarily would re-rate it, would you still leave it at a five or would you lower it, Smoke? I, I'd probably still keep it at a five. I mean, it's I can just. I mean, and I talked about this before, and it's not necessarily that I try. You know, I kind of back off on giving fives too much. But I mean, I actually haven't got, given none of us have given a five to anything else. No. Uh, this is the only one that's gotten five, and I, I gave it to it. But it's still one of those for me that's just – I could watch it over and over and over again and never get tired of it. And it doesn't have to do with the technical aspect, even though I think for a low, for the budget that this movie had, uh, technically speaking, it was fucking great. I mean, you know, this, if they had more money, the other things would be probably different. It also might not make it the movie that it is right now either. So, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to five, it's a very personal type type of thing. But either it's going to be a very a movie that I really love and the story is great and the cinematography and everything is perfect, or it's going to be a movie that personally resonates for me, regardless of technical aspects or whatever. And so this one kind of falls in that category. It's a you know it's not the best movie ever made. People would argue whether it would deserve a full perfect rating or not. But again, it's it's one of those movies that resonates highly for me as a horror film from the beginning when I saw it up to now. So there's some movies that are that maybe I would have given a five star rating say 20 years ago, that maybe today I wouldn't give quite so high a rating. Yeah, but yeah. this is one of those that just kind of it just sticks. You know, Jaws even I didn't even give Jaws a five. I gave it. We all gave it probably. That might be one of the other highest rated movies collectively yeah. that we rated. I think, collect, I think collectively it, it is the highest. Uh, I'm looking at it now, uh, and that's without Donnie giving his rating yet. We'll get to that eventually, but because that was episode 35, so it's going to be a while before we get there. But we all gave that one four and three quarter stars, so that's <laughs> that's about as perfect as you're gonna fucking get on our scale. Uh, yeah. Any and movie we've so, done. Okay, animator five. <laughs> yeah, and that and that's probably where I would stick with that. I probably would still stick with, it, even though I know that Jaws is a much better made movie, technically speaking. Yes. What is, do I get out of it? The most enjoyment of it. I mean, and and it, we're splitting hairs when you come to five and you know four and three quarter stars versus five stars. Yeah, I think you get over that four and a quarter, four and a quarter, four and a half territory. Now you're splitting hairs. Yeah. You know, like th- yeah. these are great movies. You know, at least in our opinions. Um, that being but, said, uh, Donnie, you asked what was the highest one you rated. 
Uh, the highest yeah. one you rated was four and a quarter stars for Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. yeah that well, that's right. warranted, absolutely. Yeah, but Will's not here to give a, give an official kill count. Maybe we can get that some of, uh, from him at some point, you know, just so we can have one on the books. So since he's not here, we'll just go ahead and uh, jump to uh, your segment, Donnie. Connections from the crates. <laughs> See what the old Crypt Keeper has to laugh about here with the reanimator. I know. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, so this this being a Spook Show Rewind, uh, this uh, is kind of almost kind of like a reverse, uh, I guess, reverse order or whatever. Uh, but typically what we do with uh, Crypt Connections, we connect the current movie episode uh, by any cast or crew connections to past spook show episodes uh but with reanimator being the very first we kind of look forward mm-hmm. uh back to so the future so what we're going back to the future that is exactly right <laughs> <laughs> but no um so uh on the cast side uh the only um uh connection uh reanimator has uh, uh for cast uh is barbara crampton was in chopping mall oh yeah yeah so, um, yeah, and then uh, on the crew side, uh, we had some a uh, couple of special effects, um, uh, makeup effects folks, uh, uh, Critters, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, Trick or Treat, and uh, Smoke's favorite, the Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, have, all have ties to uh, uh, crew from Reanimator. I, I can believe that just for the comedy horror aspect of it. You know, I can believe that maybe there was a few people involved in both. No doubt. Well, that's interesting. Um, like I said, so we don't have the official kill count. We'll skip that. But uh, Smoke, I'll toss to you. Gore score. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this one, uh, you know, as you, as you had mentioned earlier in this episode uh, about Chaz Balin, the late great Chaz Balin, who, of course, the Gore Score is named after. He definitely did Reanimator in his, uh, well, in the Gore Score book that he has, as well as the uh, Deep Red Horror Handbook. Not only that, I'll give his rating for the movie too, and because I think it's kind of relevant. And uh, but first, I'll start with the Gore Score. He gave it a perfect ten. I think I'm going to keep it that way. It's uh, you know, you can get plenty of movies gorier than Reanimator, but I think it's a sustained level. Like throughout the whole movie. From beginning to end, there's not much of this movie that goes by without there being a splatter scene somewhere in there, pretty, you know, within a few minutes. And it's all, like, good-natured, well, for the most part. Actually, there's one thing I wanted to talk about that we I don't think we talked about when we first originally did this episode, but uh, most of the gore in this movie is of that fun splatter variety. You know, it's not, not necessarily mean-spirited or anything, but there was one, one scene that Stuart Gordon himself actually trimmed, even though there was an uncut version of the movie and there was an R-rated version. Even in the uncut movie, he didn't go all out with the with the way they shot it. But it was the autopsy scene. Hmm. Remember that scene in the in the school? There's a, you know when they're peeling back the head and yeah, the bones and all that stuff. That was like too much for him. He said even like uh it 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 went at a 180 degree turn from the rest of the gore in the movie because the rest of the gore in the movie is really kind of you know it's fun. Like I mentioned, it was it's fun, you know, splattery, it's, it's humorous, like the the decapitation and all the stuff that's going on. Like you can. You can enjoy it on that level, mm-hmm. but that was a uh, a bit too real for him, and it got a little bit depressing. Except when they were showing the <laughs> whole untrimmed 
autopsy scene, so he kind of cut back on that a little bit. Kind of kills the comedy mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely puts it in a different type of category. Puts it in a faces of death slash cannibal Holocaust type category. Yeah, <laughs> something like that where you got more realistic type messed up gore scene going on. Uh, but yeah, he he tra- even though it's still in there and it's still pretty effective. What he did leave in there, I guess there was more that got trimmed and left on the cutting room floor that never got put back in from that autopsy scene. But yeah, he gave it a 10. I'm going to stick with the 10. And uh, he also, he rated it down. His actual movie rating score was from, he would, <laughs> he used skull ratings, and the highest would be four skulls. But the lowest rating would be, he'd go down to half a skull, but beyond that, even lower was a dog. you call it the Bow Wow. <laughs> but Reanimator, he gave it four. He gave it a perfect score as well, so. And I know that that was, you know, one of his, if not his favorite. I think Texas Chainsaw was his favorite movie of all time, but I believe Reanimator might have been his number two. His last little, I'm not going to read his whole description of it because it's basically just kind of recapping, you know, things that we talked about. But the last sentence he had in here, uh, you know, it contains the infamous head sequence, and we, everybody knows we, what that sequence is. Not necessarily the doctor's head sequence, but the, uh, <laughs> the head. it is. Yeah, that. Not the decapitation sequence, but the head given head sequence. Yeah. Uh, and then it says, uh, and enough splattering to satisfy even the most jaded gorehound. A personal favorite. See it again now. And I echo those sentiments. If you've seen it before, see it again now. If you've never seen this movie, what the hell are you doing? Is turn this <laughs> off and go watch it. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to stick with Chaz's 10 for this one too. And I, I guess, that, I don't know if that's that the highest we've had as far as the gore score rating. Uh, I don't have all of them in front of me, but yeah, if that's not the highest, it's yeah. got to be one of the highest. I mean, obviously 10, you can't really go any higher. So yeah, it's at least tied, but like from what I can see here, I don't see one. Uh, all I see is like eights. And I think maybe you might've, you might have given Terrifier a 10, but I don't have that one in front of me right this minute. Yeah. And the thing about Terrifier is it's got, it's got, of course it's got that one, <laughs> that one scene that's like the most over the top part. Yeah. And then it's got some other ones spread out. But really, if you the other this is the other thing too I was going to do about as far as you know dissecting my gore score or whatever is sustained gore throughout. Like if it's a movie that's got doesn't go more than you know maybe five or ten minutes without there being some sort of flattery set piece, and if it can can contain that through from the beginning to the end, then I'm it's going to get a higher rating and say something that has what you might call a, mer- a set piece. It's like this is the the money shot of the splatter movie and then everything else is just kind of eh, leading up to that. Then that won't get as a high, even if it's like way more disturbing than anything that might, would be in reanimator. If it's not staying throughout the whole thing, then I kind of back down a little bit on it. I'd say if, if you did give it a 10, which I think you did, let, let's just say you did for a second to compare these two with tens are two different kinds of tens. In my opinion, like, yeah. you know, one's no. way more mean spirited, so to speak than the other, yeah. you know, and, uh, and like you said, more sustained grizz, grizzly gore and terrifier than yeah. there is in this. You know, I, I may come up with a different rating that has like a, because it's kind of hard whenever you're talking about movies made in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah. Gore. There's a different, I mean, there's a, you know, it gets more realistic as we get into the modern age when it comes to the makeup effects, the actual practical effects, the blood coloring and the, the guru and everything is just more realistic. And so I think I think I'm going to come up with a, you know, it'll be ten or whatever. But if it's something that goes above and beyond that, I might just put a ten plus, or yeah. something like that. Something <laughs> to know that this is, you know, yes, this movie is a ten, but this movie's got even more, you know, over the top or whatever. So it needs to have something 
to differentiate. And we haven't really got to those movies except maybe Terrifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll eventually we'll probably get to some. Like I said, we, we, we keep mentioning it in various episodes, but the cannibal movies, Cannibal Holocaust and Cannibal Feroz. Once you get to those, there's way more stuff going on in there that's just fucked up. <laughs> Not just the human gore, but there's other, you know, there's stuff going on there. If we ever get to those on the show. <laughs> yeah. You'll see I mean, those, those, those require, and some other ones too, if we get those, some other newer ones as well, would require some other kind of rating that, because you can't say, you can't put Cannibal Holocaust against Reanimator and say, okay, this is 10 and that's 10 and they're the same experience. No, they're definitely different as far as the, and it has to do with that mean spirited factor sort of things that happen that are gory, but go above and beyond the fun aspects of flattering going to something that makes you want to take a shower after you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and Terrifier was definitely one of those. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Like, so I might go back and revamp that and just put, like I said, maybe it'll be the plus, maybe 10 plus. That way, you know, it's kind of like the triple X of, of <laughs> ladder movies. Yeah. <laughs> Especially 10 plus rating will be the triple X of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, one more thing, you know, before we close up shop, I'll add that like there were two more Reanimator movies that came out after this. Uh, five mm-hmm. years later, in 1990, there was Bride of Reanimator, and then in 2003, there was Beyond Reanimator. And I think there has been talk of possibly making another one, you know, with Jeffrey Combs as uh, Herbert West again. There, there's always been rumblings of that going back and forth, and there have been remakes and different slight slightly different versions like there was an italian version called herbert west reanimator in 2017 and uh stuff like that and the comic books there's other adaptations but you get the point so you know I, the point is is i'm sure we will get the bride of reanimator and beyond reanimator and uh and maybe even uh herbert west reanimator one of these days um but you, you know bottom line is you know look it, all these all of our ratings reflected all these critic ratings and everything that we just went through reflected this is a uh uh, a horror classic. Um, you, you don't run into yep. too, you don't run into too many like this. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to you know start the Spook Show Rewind off with this one, just like when we started the entire podcast off with this one. Um, like <laughs> Donnie, you mentioned there, was yeah. a, it was a great uh, way to start the show, and it was kind of a, a deep end of the pool kind of movie to start off with. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, we swapped the defenses on the first movie. Like. Yeah, we did. I mean, we we went straight for one of the favorites, you know. So, um, but it's cool to go back and revisit it, and uh, this will be something that we dive in and in and out of here with these Spook Show Rewind episodes uh, every once in a while. So, I'm guessing the next time that we do this, we'll be talking about what we talked about in episode two, Trick or Treat from 2007. So, whenever we get around to that here on the Spook Show Rewind series. Um, that I'm sure that will be in the next month or so. We'll get to that and uh, see what Donnie's thoughts are on that and and uh, get to revisit that one a little bit because uh, I haven't watched that one since we did that episode. So that will be pretty cool to talk about that one again. That, that was one that we all enjoyed as well. So like I said uh, off the top, don't forget that next week we will be talking episode 91, and that is Malignant from 2021. So we're actually going to be here Toward the beginning of 2022, we're going to be going back to 2021 briefly and finally get around to watching Malignant. So that will be what's up next week, you know, next Monday at 6 p.m. So uh, for Will, who was on assignment, you know, for the back half of the or, – or, or no, for Will that was on assignment in this episode and couldn't be with us, um, and for Donnie and the Professor Smoke, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show Horror Podcast, and we will talk to you next week. 
Please replace the speaker on its rack when you're ready to leave. Failure to do so will damage both the speaker and your car. We'll be grateful, and so will the patrons who follow you.